You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Female Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. I am so excited to talk about these tools, tips, and time. Yes, I guess I just did an alliteration and rhymed. We're going to go with it. But basically, I want to talk a little bit about the techier side or the the part that we all need for balancing our business. Because let's be real, we can talk as much as we want, we can promote, we can do this type of things. But if we don't have like any type of um, back ends or anything that's ready available for us, we're kind of left in the dark and we get overwhelmed and just unsure. So, I'm going to tell you guys a couple quick tools and tips and just all the things that I can think of that can help you in your business. So first thing, I think time is the huge part of our lives. You know, it's the, it's hands down still, no matter money, like it's, that's not the real thing. Time is the most valuable resource that you have or that anyone has to this day. I mean, even Gary Vaynerchuk, who has built a man, a billion dollar? Is it multi-million dollar? It's some one of those huge ones. He even says to this day, he's like, one of the best things that you guys have, people who are under his age, the best thing that you have over him is time. He can outwork you, or he can say that he can outwork you, but the thing is, you have time that he doesn't have back. So, thinking about that, we really have to be intentional about how we go about our day. And I think that that's something that we kind of forget throughout the time or we try to be intentional and it never comes out correctly. We just get overwhelmed again. So I think one of the best things that we can start about first is how to start your day. And honestly, one of the best things you can do starting out is actually the night before. And I I believe this. I actually do it every night no matter what time I get to bed or whatever it is. I write down the three top priorities. And actually, I've cut it down to two. The two top priorities that I need to do for my business tomorrow at that point, which would be today for those. We're not going to get into the actual uh, matrix part of this complexity of time. But basically, you need to have two priorities that you have per day that if you put all of your energy and finish those or make some headway in it, you will be satisfied. At the end of the day, you will feel satisfied about what you got done and how you moved a little bit forward. And the reason I say this is because I used to do this where I would do three priorities and then I would have like four or five smaller tasks that are in the regular to-dos. And I would start the to-dos part before I even got to the priorities because they're easier. I mean, 
checking your email, posting on social media, um, you know, doing these things that, yes, do help a little bit, but what is what are those big goals that you're trying to build for yourself? Like for me, it's actually opening a new program I have coming soon and doing these parts of it that allow for a really huge trajectory forward rather than before. It was like, oh yeah, I need to make sure that I have Pinterest down and Instagram down and Facebook down. But really, what are you bringing them towards if you don't have anything set? So what you need to do is really, which I moves me into the next tip actually, is to really build those two priorities, maybe three if you're wanting to kill that day. <laughs> um, but usually one or two is rather enough, especially with how many hours we have in the day. It's very difficult to do them more than two or three big things. And I, I mean that in the sense of, obviously you do have to have time to check your email to respond to things, go on social media, but we're not going to put that on the list because it's not really what matters. What matters is those two or three big top ty- priorities. And the way that you find out what your priorities are would be through the Covey Matrix, the Eisenhower, whatever you want to call it. Basically, it's a four quadrant box of sorts. And again, I am not great at having to try and describe things visually, so bear with me. I'm actually going to put a picture of this and a link to it in the show notes for anyone who actually wants to do this. But basically, it has four different um sections, I would say. So the top left is urgent and important. The top right is important and not urgent. And then the bottom two or something like that is uh, not urgent or it's, see, this is where my brain goes numb. (laughs) Um, Maybe it's urgent and not important or important, not urgent, and then not urgent, not important. I'm missing that third one because I can't remember it correctly, but they have those four sides. And it really makes you think, what is in your urgent and important section? And that session should only be for your do it now, do it today priorities. The important not urgent are the ones like checking your social media or adding new graphics onto these. Those ones are important, yes, but are they urgent where you need to do them today? Probably not. And then the third one, which I can't remember to the life of me. I'm pretty sure it's something like important, not urgent or urgent. It's one of those. I'm so bad with the third one. I actually don't use the third one too often because it's too much of a gray area for me. Um, So I'm going to skip over that, but it's something with in between those two. So bear with me. And the last one is not important, not urgent. And those usually are like the bare bottoms. Like for me, um, going on Amazon or watching the new YouTube a video or these type of things that really don't matter at this time. And I'm not saying that it's wrong if you want to indulge in it, because I do. I get so into a YouTube hole sometimes. However, when I do that, I lose that time of the day. So building this matrix of it or this, this quadrant really helped me see what I really need to do. Not what I have to do, not what I should do, but what I really like need to do for my business. And ideally, you'll probably only have in that first back, the first box of urgent and not of urgent and important, maybe three to five things, truthfully. And then you'll have the important, not urgent. You'll probably have 10, 15, or 20 things. That's where usually people put the leftovers and then not important not urgent would have the the remaining parts in the third box I can't remember 
Sorry, guys. You're going to have to look that up on the actual notes because I can't remember right now. But what it allows you to do is really see what you actually have to do. What do you, like, what is going to help propel your, uh, mo- like, your momentum and your business forward. And actually, one of the best things I've heard from one of the sales coaches, Jessica Lorimer, she also has a podcast called Smart Leader Sell. Uh, she actually has a really great way of thinking about it for your daily tasks. You really just need to be in three, do a task for each three boxes. And those boxes are a sales task that would move your revenue farther, a branding and visibility task to get, you know, your brand out there, your business out there more. And the last one would be like development or growth. And that's usually where you're developing a skill or something like that can, that can benefit your business later on. So with that being said, think about that. Do the matrix or, wow, that sounds, I'm not talking about do the matrix for the movie. Sorry, Keanu Reeves. (laughs) We're not going into that. Basically, I want you to look at that if you not if you, even if you have time, make the time, make like 30 minutes out of your day. And first thing, do a brain dump, like of everything that you have in your to-do list right now or in your mental to-do list that you haven't written down yet, or your Evernote, or your post-it notes, literally anywhere that's around you that you need to do. And then start sectioning that and really give thought to each task. Is it urgent and important? Is it important and not urgent? Is it important I honestly can't remember the third one. Sorry, guys. And then there's not urgent and not important. Look at those tasks that you have on your brain dump because that will really help you see what you actually need to get done. And from there, the ones that are in that urgent and important, those are your priorities for the next couple of days until you finish them. If it's a long-term goal, I get it. That's where you break it down more. And if you need help with that, I can help you with that. I love doing that type of stuff with people. It's actually what I help a lot of my clients with. Um, But basically allows you to see what you really need to get filtered in. So look into that. See how that works for you. See how it changes your priority and your perception of things. Because that's... One of the biggest things that it brought me, the priorities and the the Covey matrix, that type of thing, it helped me change my perspective on what I had thought my day should go like. So next is going to be actually a new book by Daniel Pink called When. And it, I might have talked about this on a recent uh, podcast or an interview somewhere. Um, but basically, I read this because it had something about scheduling your day and yourself for what your chronotype is. And the chronotype is usually like your chronological type. And that really means like, he goes through it more in the book, but there's three types of uh, people in the world, like those who are early birds, late, and then middle. Um, and he has different words for them. I'm just not going to get into the super terminology of it. But it allows you to see with the way that he has it structured, what you are, and then how to structure your day for that, like what analytical tasks, what time of day should that be for you? What should be more, what time of day should be the creative tasks, like brainstorming, writing blog posts. These type of things really help you see and take perspective into what you actually should be structuring your day as and how you work best. Like for me, I love to be able to take time in the morning to work out and to get some of like the heavier tasks done only because... I know when I get down to like 3 or 4 p.m. and later on, all I want to do is design or do creative work. And you have to find out what works best for you. And that's all about testing. And actually, another tip that I have for you guys is if you want to, I mean, people hear about it all the time, but 
for those who are uh, dieting or whatever, there's something like food journals where you write down each part of your food. This is more like a day journal where you actually write down each part of your day, like each hour what you did, and if it felt good or not, honestly. And do this a couple of days, do it on the bigger days that you have, like maybe more things scheduled or the more regular days that you have. And see how much you're letting in, but also how much you're taking on that you don't even like to do. Because what can happen is you start to see like, oh, wow, I did this task and I didn't like it. Or, oh, wow, I, I worked with that person and I wasn't really a fan of it. Or, yeah, I took two hours to go down a YouTube hole where I learned more about Beyonce than I ever thought possible. Obviously not a personal story. Hopefully not. But basically, it's saying that you have to see what, you know, what your brain and how you operate best. Because the thing is, with your business, whether you make more sales, get more clients, you'll actually have less time. So if you start to develop these tasks now or these shifts now, it'll make for once you go into that a little bit easier and you won't feel so overwhelmed. Because let's be real, we have so many stressors in the day, we don't need to add that on top of ourselves to have time be another part of that. And thankfully, I did not try and count these tips because I couldn't even think of them if I tried. <laughs> the last one is, uh, which I think people have heard about before, but the Pomodoro technique. Mine's a little different though. So actually reading the book when helped me see that there's actually studies show that if you go past 45 minutes, then your uh, creativity decreases. So they try and tell you to do like 45 minutes on, 15 minutes off. Uh, Pomodoro does 30 minutes on, 20 minutes off. I think actually the best way of talking about it is saying what task are you doing? How much brain uh, energy and space does it take up? And then you can kind of choose from there. For example, I know writing for me takes so long, not because I can't write, but because my brain just, it takes a lot a lot to get into that writing zone. When when I'm doing design work or when I'm helping clients, I can do that basically any day or any time of the day. Like for me, I actually design better close to afternoon tonight versus the morning because my brain's still slowly waking up. It's not really wanting to do the more creative tasks earlier in the day, but that's just me. So knowing that, you can start to see Okay, so for design work, I know I could honestly do that for two hours straight. However, my body will hate me and I have to get up for that. So I'd probably extend that longer and maybe do uh, 45 to 50 minutes and then do a 10 minute break and have an alarm set. And then for ones that are emails, set a 20 or 30 minute um, time and then do a five minute break because that's not giving as much brain space or it's something that I don't like doing so I have to actually sit down and do it and that's where I think the Pomodoro comes in well for those who for those tasks that we don't actually like to do it allows us to really move into that and see okay there I'm having to do x y and z tasks I don't really care to do I'll put 20 minutes for me I usually do 20 um, or 30 minutes on the clock and just have that run down and when you do that I actually use a Google timer. You can literally Google the word timer on Google and I have a timer for you. Um, and what it allows me to do is I really just set everything on uh, airplane mode and I give myself that 20 minutes because I know the reward is that I get those that 10 or five minute break or whatever it is afterwards. And it really helps you get into the zone. And I know a lot of people don't like the idea of having those timers. They think that they can just go all day, but there's actual studies that show you know, after a certain amount of time, your brain's just given out. There's a reason why you can't work past 
seven, eight, nine hours on the same task because your brain just quits. And I think that that's something that we have to be really more aware of. And hopefully through all of these tips that I gave you, I'm going to try and sum them up as best as I can. Uh, With the Covey Matrix, the priorities, the one book, and this Pomodoro technique, all of these are just tweaks that you can put into your routine. Oh, and the day scheduler for your hours. Um, And you can really see what works best and start to optimize your day because I don't know about you, but I don't want another day to go by where I, you know, it was mediocre or average or I didn't really care about that. That's one day less you have on this earth. And I don't mean to sound morbid or whatever you might think, but the thing is, is that we only have so many days. We don't even know how many days we have left. So instead of going about just flying by the seat of our pants, and yes, that was a Hamilton musical reference, um... I think the best part about this is actually just being a little more intentional about our time and using these free tools, for the most part, free tools uh, that we have to really structure our day and ourselves so that we work best, but also enjoy what we do even more. So I hope you guys can take this time to make more time in your day, and I will see you guys all in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group, or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.